Welcome to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Leah Darrow, and I share with you inspirational people who are truly doing something beautiful to make our world better. We are inspired by Mother Teresa who said, do something beautiful for God. Do it with your life. Do it every day. Do it in your own way, but do it. Hello, friends. It is me, Leah, again, your host of the Do Something Beautiful podcast. I'm so happy to be with you again and to be talking about this particular subject as it has been something that has, it's been like a sideline issue in my life or sideline feature that I didn't realize had a very large effect. And that is music music, my friends. So I get to speak to today, we get to listen to today, this great conversation with two young men um, who are on their way to be priests, by the way, a Dominican priest. I'll introduce them in just a moment, but we're going to be talking about the effect of music and what it does to, to, to us. I mean, even the bio physical response, the neurological response that it has on our body. And then, of course, because we're more than just a body and we're body and soul, the the effects that it has on our souls. Now, that might not be able to be studied and researched as much, but we we know subjectively that there is something there. So we're going to talk about this, and in particular, a very certain type of music. We are speaking today about Gregorian chant. I have fallen in love with this type of music and my children now prefer this music in the morning as we begin our days and we have it on and they have dubbed it God's music. So when, when, when it's on in the house, my kids now just say, oh, it's God's music. And frankly, I don't think they're wrong because in chant, a lot of the chant are not just beautiful hymns, but they're also the Psalms and how we and, and, and pieces of scripture. We'll get into that later, but let me introduce you to two amazing, amazing people who I get to chat with today. And I will, of course, they, they come from beautiful parts of the world, Switzerland and the Netherlands. So I will probably butcher a million things in terms of how to say their names, but these are brothers Stefan and Alexander. That's the English way to say it. I think it's something very beautiful in French, like like Alexandra or so, or not the uh, but something else. Anyways, I already screwed it up. But the brothers Stefan and Alexander are here with us to chat with us. I want to bring them in. Brothers, welcome to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. Thank you for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be with you. So, so beautiful. Okay, so let's just do a quick introduction. I'll let you guys just say a little bit about yourselves and and what's going on in your lives right now. Brother Stefan, how about you go first? Yes, I'm Brother Stefan. I'm 26 years old. I'm from the Netherlands, from the southern part of the country, so the more Catholic part of of the Netherlands. Uh, I'm from a big Catholic family, six children. Um, The Catholic life was always very much part of our our daily life. a very joyful family um, would go to get weekly mass and everything, and and I think also in that context, my uh, my vocation started to grow and grow. And um, I studied in uh, in Nijmegen, in uh, in the Netherlands also, uh, for four years. I did some public management there. I have a master's degree in public management, and after that, I entered uh, the Dominican order. I started uh, my novitiate in Cambridge. Um, for one year, and after that, I came to Freiburg to study theology, and I'm here um, for the third year of my theology. Wonderful, 
Wonderful. Up next, Brother Alexander, welcome. Thank you. I'm Brother Alexander. I'm 28 years old and I'm from Switzerland, from the, the southwest of uh, Switzerland, uh, in, the, in the mountains where we do uh, ski. <laughs> ski <laughs> skiing. <laughs> and uh, I'm in the order, in the Dominican order, for um, almost five years now. I'm still a student brother, like a student brother like Stefan. So I'm also studying theology. I'm I'm beginning my last year of uh, theology, canonical uh, studies, and um, I, not like Stefan, I was not raised in a very Catholic family. So, like most of the people, uh, unfortunately now, and. Uh, I rediscovered faith uh, when in my 20s, so it was quite late. And uh, while rediscovering faith, I, um, I also discovered, but we will speak about that uh, afterwards, but I also rediscovered uh, chant and uh, sacred music. And then I met the order, the Dominicans in Fribourg, in Switzerland, and then I entered the order. I asked to enter the order because I, I received a, a vocation, if we can say so. <laughs> that is so beautiful. So how, how Gregorian chant has kind of brought at least us three here together to chat is with this new project that, that you all have going on. It's, this, it's called OP Chant Project. And it's a project to provide and promote Gregorian chant according to the Dominican tradition. Is that correct? Perfect. Yes, that's correct. Yes. Okay. So, so tell me how this started. How how did you two get roped in into this? Is this something of your idea, other Dominicans' idea? Like, how did this come to be? Well, that's a, that's a great story. Actually, it started one and a half years ago because um, in our uh, community here in Fribourg. We have um, uh, monthly Gregorian chant lessons um, with the entire community. So we were able to, to re uh, repeat all this music and to, to discover the, the riches of this music also. But um, the problem is that in the Dominican order, we have our own uh, Gregorian chant. So every time that we practiced, we thought, well, actually, actually we really um, we really want to uh, want to discover more of this music and we, and we were searching online for um, tools to help us but there was nothing there was just nothing on the internet uh, for uh, dominican chant um, of course there were the, the very famous uh, dominican chants like the salva regina and the olumen um, but the problem was lots of the music which is in our in our books in our Gregorian chant books uh, we couldn't find online so then we decided to actually do it ourselves. We said, why not, don't we just uh, um, start this project ourselves and record in beautiful churches here in the neighborhood because Fribourg has uh, still a very rich Catholic life and there are lots of beautiful churches with good acoustics. And um, so that's how the, star, the, the project started and, and we're still, uh, still going strong after one and a half years. But initially this was really to actually um, promote a Gregorian chant for the Dominican order but as a big side effect, actually, uh, the, the, well, the project became very famous and uh, lots of people who are not Dominicans uh, or who are not in Dominican communities were very much attracted to, uh, to the Gregorian chant. Very much to our surprise, actually, because we didn't expect uh, this success at all. Hmm. Isn't yeah. that usually how it goes? 
And it, it was also uh, quite providential because uh, Stefan is from the the province, the Dominican province of Netherlands. I'm from yeah. the Dominican <laughs> province of Switzerland. So uh, apparently, uh, at first, we, we we were not really meant to 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 meet and to live together in the same priory, but uh, yeah. God made it that we we met and uh, we both uh, loved a Gregorian chant before individually. So we yeah. um, uh, during these uh, these uh, monthly uh, repetitions uh, in the um, in the priory, we 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 came to to know the the passion for the individual passion of each one of us, and we we brought it together and we. We started that uh, on on that basis, that project. This, I I love how everything has come together. Now, have did both of you enjoy, or were you aware of Gregorian chant before you really got into got you know were introduced to the Dominicans and have started your um, your your work there, or is this is this something that's that you're familiar with, or is this brand new? For me, for example, I um, I was introduced to Gregorian chant uh, by f uh, by some friends who were uh, Catholics when I rediscovered uh, my my faith, and uh, uh, but I I only sang uh, Roman uh, Gregorian, which is the 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 main uh, the main repertory of uh, Gregorian chant, but not I I I didn't know. Uh, Dominican Gregorian chant. I didn't even know that we we had as Dominicans uh, a whole tradition of uh, Gregorian chant. So I discovered uh, before entering the order uh, Gregorian chant and was amazed by it. But I I didn't uh, know um, Dominican Gregorian chant. Well, let me ask you about that then. Okay, so what distinguishes the Dominican tradition of Gregorian chant? Yes, so the difference, one of the differences is that uh, the Dominican Gregorian chant is is very much uh, tied up with our spirituality, which is a spirituality which is about contemplation and preaching. So there's always the two aspects. So it's not only um, the interior life, but also actually preaching to the world. Um, that's very much the Dominican spirituality. And we see that also in the chants because the chants are very essential. So they are more sober, so to say, than the, the Roman chants. And that is because we need to go back to our preaching also. We cannot stay in, into the in the church the entire day, of course. So that's one of the things. Um, also, um, there are lots of uh, Dominican chants which, which are really proper to our own spirituality for certain saints, for example, um, which we have in our Dominican order, or certain devotions which we have, litanies or, uh, or other devotions. Um, so that's the main difference. Also, when we actually um, sing the chants, we do that with a certain, oh, with a certain speed. It doesn't mean that we uh, that we don't care because we care deeply, of course, about the chants because, well, it's it's scripture, right? It's holy scripture which we are chanting. So it's a revelation of our church. But we do that with a certain, uh, well, yeah, clarity and speed um, in order also to go back to to our preaching. So it's it's also at the service of our preaching. Um, and I think that that's because uh, you started with uh, with music and what it does to people. And I think that's one of the things that uh, music comes back to you. Songs come back to you during the day and the the saints, but also the church uh, 
understood that from early on already, the, the power of a hymn or the power of, of Gregorian chant. And the power is really that it stays into your in your heart and that you can sing the entire day these antiphons or these these Gregorian chants. And in that way, the prayer becomes a prayer without ceasing. So it, it it's really it's it's going on the entire day. It's coming back and back and back. And that's that's also true for the monks. Eh? The monks uh, pray the same antiphons every day for a certain feast. Uh, so and and in that way, the prayer becomes something which is really present in the heart and which continues during the day. I think that's very important. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I, I love everything you're talking about. And as we spoke briefly in the in the beginning part of this conversation of the effects of music just on the person. Let's kind of get into that just a bit before we go into more of kind of what what you have available on your on your own YouTube channel, which like you said it is it is it is growing like crazy. You have well over 20,000 subscribers, which is yes. no small feat in the YouTube world. But let's talk about that. This is what this is what I'm really interested in is how music really affects us. Now, I know my personal experience, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate. I went through just noticing how certain types of music affect me. I realized a long time ago in my single years that if I was ever in a situation where I had just broken up with my boyfriend, I could not listen to country music because it just <laughs> was so sad and it made me depressed and sappy. And then would even, and this is crazy, but those feelings would then lead me into thinking about did I make the right decision? Maybe I should go back. What? So the point is, is that this that music has a strong hold on us, and we see this even in how music has been studied and the effects of music on the brain. There are certain types of music that can actually create more chaos within us. They can they can have they can generate more hostile emotions anger. Um, and then there's other music that can generate more calm and soothing um, uh, uh, emotional responses. And so uh, it's music definitely affects us. And like you said before, sometimes those those chants, they stay with you. They, they get into your head. That's one of the reasons why pop music is so popular is because you end up, it, they're, the, the, the lyrics are catchy. The tunes are, are, are yes. designed in a very, very particular way so that your brain holds on to them. And even if you don't like it, you just keep thinking about that same song. You can't get out of your head. Um, yeah. What's interesting about chant is that because it's scripture and because it's prayers, it's this this and the cadence of it mimic the same way that even some of those songs that get stuck in our head. But when you have a piece of scripture stuck in your head, it <laughs> I mean, I think that you could even if we have to say subjectively is better, but you could probably make an argument, even if science can't back it, that objectively it's better for your soul for a piece of scripture to be roaming around in your head all day long versus a song from the from the next pop artist. Yes, I think what is important to say is that we are human beings with emotions and emotions are not something bad. Uh, emotions are part of our lives, but it's always the question, how do we direct 
and, and orient these emotions towards Christ. And actually what is very interesting is that Gregorian chant is exactly doing that because like uh, Gregorian chant is actually um, taking very serious these very human emotions and elevating their, them, elevating them towards Christ. And you see that in, in certain melodies of Gregorian chant, they are, they are going up. And there's also a difference um, between um, a certain well, very low emotion, we could say, very, very base kind of emotions and higher intellectual kind of emotions. Um, and Gregorian chant does that. It, it takes all these, all these uh, human capacities and human uh, elements very serious and elevates them to our Lord. And this is actually the entire, the entire goal of our Christian life. It's to direct our entire being towards Christ. And we are doing that by an act of the will and by our intellect, and we are trying to order these things. And that's Gregorian chant in, in the music is, is actually doing that. Um, it's often start, uh, it, it often starts very, very emotionally, um, but then it, it goes up higher and it, it tries to elevate the soul, which is, which is of course the definition of, of prayer, elevation of the soul. Yeah, I think so. I think also that the the composers, the our old uh, older oldest brother, who composed that in the during the thirteenth century or in the fourteenth century, they 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 had a, a real uh, profound knowledge of uh, of 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 men. Exactly. What I mean by that is that the the melodies of Gregorian chants are really. Um, are entering not only your soul but by the body by the the, the physical aspect of, of exactly. chanting of singing it is um it's chant in general is a, is an action of uh, the mind and the body and it's a very complete action but when you are singing uh, sacred uh, words the revelation the, the the bible the gospel you are you are um, also uh, physically uh, transformed and that i think what allows our, our souls to be elevated by the chance because it it uh, it passes through the, our physical our physicality and um this was this was also um a, a knowledge of the the ancient monks and the the, the ancient brothers not only the dominicans because they had um they had a, a proper unitarian anthropology we we were not um like in our society or in our uh, con conception of the the man or today we were unity mind and body spirit mind and body and so we were one and what came through the body was at the service of the mind directly and and Gregorian chant does that work i think yeah i i love how you've related this so beautifully to what what chant does what Gregorian chant does to elevate us to this deeper prayer and ideally union with the lord in this in this great act of contemplation and the fact that music can aid in this so well is just such a gift from God. I know that my love for Gregorian chant actually began um, many years ago, uh, at least 15 years ago during Lent, I gave up music in my car and I was driving to and from work every day. 
And so that silence every single day allowed me to realize the effect of music on my, I just, just how, how I felt and how I thought and like all of the actions that resulted in whatever I was feeling because of music, of how it would influence me, sometimes big, sometimes small. And that began the search then for, okay, so I clearly can understand that music has an effect on me. So then what types of music have uh, the best effect on me? If I want to put good influences in my life, then where should I go from there? And then I began to, to do some research and I was reading about, and you're probably familiar with brothers, but there is a thing called the Mozart effect. Yeah. And the, and mm-hmm. the Mozart effect is this idea that by listening to Mozart, now there have been some claims of like, maybe it could make your kids smarter and, and, and they could have a higher IQ and research really doesn't move into that direction for it. But I will say that what it does show is that this Mozart effect does, it is linked to better memory, um, memory recall, cognition, keeping an open mind and problem solving. They actually have, there is research to show that there is a deep, deep correlation with listening to this type of music and how it affects just our cognitive development. So I just think that, you know, just knowing those basic things, and then you're taking something like Gregorian chant, which is this beautiful, visceral response, like you're, you're the deep prayers that like the way your voice, like, as you said, goes up and down and how you move through it. And then this uniting yourself in prayer um, and praising the Lord in these different areas. Uh, the, the, the spiritual effects of that is something that probably only us and God fully understand and know. But the idea is that it does bring us to this deeper place, ideally of prayer and contemplation. And it's just for me personally, that's what kind of brought me to, God brought me to Gregorian chant. And I've noticed such a profound impact in my life over the years, over the years, definitely, of what, of how it, how it continues to help shape my day and my prayer. And even as I mentioned, and my kids. So my, my, my kids now completely know that, you know, when that type of music is playing, they understand that there's a way that they respond to it. They actually are quieter. They're listening. I've had some of my kids spontaneously just pray on their own when the music is on. Um, that is, that is grace in God. I just thought like, and they understand that and we also attend the, the traditional Latin mass. So they, they hear a lot of chant at mass and it's beautiful that they can kind of start connecting those pieces. Hey ladies, I got a question for you. Do you want to grow closer to Jesus with a community of like-minded Catholic women? If you were like, uh, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> well, then I can help you out. The Lux Catholic app is more than just an app. It is a place to pray, read, and study with supportive women who share our faith. The Lux Catholic app being a part of this, you get access to our own private chaplain, Father Michael O'Loughlin, daily mass readings. We have scripture devotions, live daily prayers, a live book study, and so much more. You can deepen your relationship with Christ 
through this beautiful spiritual formation. Make sure you click in the show notes or just go to wherever you grab your app and search for Lux Catholic. Join our amazing community for this free Catholic app today. And I can't wait to be with you and to pray with you very, very soon. I would love to hear from both of you. How has Gregorian chant affected you personally in your own faith journey and faith life? So for me, um, I think Gregorian chant was always part of my life because I grew up in the Netherlands and in the Netherlands, actually, Gregorian chant is still very much present. Um, Even after Vatican II, it was never really removed from the liturgy. So I grew up with these chants and also with polyphony. Um, So more voices than just one, uh, like Allegri, Palestrina, all the big composers. So in that sense, I was already brought up with that. But um, I think when I started to take uh, Latin lessons um, in secondary school, that really helped me to understand also the texts of the church and and the fact that that these uh, beautiful melodies have have a real tradition, of course, which is Holy Scripture, because we are singing the Psalms. And that has helped me a lot. But also later on in the order, it's, as I said, it's this, uh, this aspect of memorizing the Gregorian chant during the day. Um, it's also that we pray with, uh, with the ancients. Uh, so that means that we pray with, with, with the entire church, so to say. Eh? So we connect ourselves to, to a huge tradition. It's not just us who, sa- who are singing uh, these chants. It, it, it has been sung throughout the centuries. So it's not something... Uh, completely new it it it, uh, it really connects us to a to a tradition and what is also very beautiful is when we are doing it together it, it helps us to to unify the voices of course uh, towards uh, the one goal which is christ so also for fraternity it's it's a great great thing to do together because the ideal situation of gregorian chant is always to sing with one voice so there's also a great ideal of unity um but the most important thing would be that for me that that we are just we are praying we are praying the 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 well the revelation of our church um in the form of music i would love that i love the unifying piece that you mentioned there and it it that's so true i never really thought about that in that in that piece but especially i just know in particular like at, at mass being able to to pray the um pray and sing the chant is it's so much deeper than any other music you can encounter there's nothing more beautiful than singing the creed together in latin mm, with mm-hmm. people from all over the world because it unites us it unites us in the same faith which we all profess and that's i find it very uh, very emotional always when we do that because uh, yeah it shows us the unity of our faith amen I love that. So, so you have this YouTube channel now. How <laughs> with this? <laughs> and I'll, I'll include all of the links in this because you just got to check it out. It's so fun. What what has surprised you the most about people's response to this to this channel about Gregorian chant on YouTube? For me, it was the the most surprising thing was the the. The, the huge amount of emails we received just after launch, having launched the, the, the channel, uh, emails from people all over the world, but it, it, it goes from the, the Philippines to the United States. It's, <laughs> it's completely amazing for us little uh, Europe, Europeans, if we can say so. so and uh, th- these emails were 
uh, always um, containing uh, intentions of prayers or um, yeah, um, people saying uh, thank you, thank you so much because uh, um, because of you, you chant. I can pray. I can pray. Uh, it um, it takes me back to to the church, to the faith. We have uh, we have a lot of. Um, people who are not not really near the church or engaged in Catholic Church and by the the channel by the the chant on YouTube they they rediscover some so, something and I think God is speaking through that in a way because he is is looking for them and is trying to to take them back in in the church or to to take to take them again in the church so for me, it was really the yeah. the amount of uh, prayers and mails and support and uh, people being thankful. What do you think, brothers, what do you think about people who are just not there yet or they're unsure about Gregorian chant? Maybe they've been there just used to listening to um, Christian music is what we call it here, at least in the States, just like your normal Christian pop, um, which is, it's fun. And it's, I'm not saying there's anything against it, but like they're used to that for having some type of religious music. That's their category is listening to, to, to songs um, in that realm. But Gregorian chant is so different. I mean, it, it, so how, like, what would you recommend to somebody to enter into, or what's like a particular song that you would have, or chant that you would have them start out with to get them to a place where they might be more open to experiencing the beauty of chant? I think the first, the first thing is really not to care at the beginning, at least, not to care about understanding what they are singing. Exactly. Yeah. So not even to worry about what the words, like the translation yeah. and what the words mean or anything like that. The, the, the signification of the words, it's, it's, it's not, it's not the, the main thing. So they, they should not be afraid of that kind of chant because of the, the miss, the non, non-understandable words. It, it's the, they should think uh, about Gregorian chant more as, a, as melodies before at, uh, in the beginning and i think that's a very important point because there are lots of people who don't understand the text huh? but are very much uh, touched by the gregorian chant and that might be the case because uh, the melody follows very closely the texts uh, which we have uh, from the scriptures of course so um i do think that the connection is so close that in the melody already there's some sacred uh, dimension which is being uh, transmitted. And also, I think in our uh, society today, uh, we speak a lot about different flavors when it comes to music and everything is subjective and, and there is no, no real standard of beauty. But we shouldn't forget that in, in the Christian faith, we, we, we say God is truth, huh? but we also say that God is goodness and God is beauty. So there, there's also some absolute dimension when it comes to music, um, it's it's difficult to explain and everything, but I do think that um, that in some way, Gregorian chant is able to to really tra- to really transcend borders, so to say, and um, yeah, to transcend individual experiences. And but I think I think it's true what Alexander what Alexander said um, that 
that we can be very much touched by it without understanding the words. It was the case for me because I know as a 12-year-old, I, I, I didn't understand anything of these uh, beautiful chants. But they were beautiful and they touched me uh, to a very great extent. And I think that in this um, realm, my vocation was able to, uh, to grow and to, to flourish. Yeah, it can sound very uh, subjective. But I think the, the, the main door to, to enter a Gregorian chant or to let enter Gregorian chant is simply beauty, really. I love, I love that. You, are, you happen to be talking to somebody who really loves the element and the topic of beauty. <laughs> uh, God has profoundly changed my life and continues to do so through this transcendental of His it happens Which, to be the, the title of the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's <laughs> quite connected all over the place because it's so incredibly powerful and attractive. Um, just as much definitely as truth and goodness, but this transcendent of beauty, this transcendental of beauty that you're speaking of, um, I know for me connects deeply because we want we want to be close to those things that are beautiful because they're also when they are truly fully themselves in in the christian perspective of true good and beautiful when you're close to beauty you will be just as close to truth and goodness but you're just choosing that door to walk into that's uh, that's complete i'm i completely agree with you <laughs> yes it's 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 my my own kids don't understand the words and chant but they're affected by it. There's an effect, and that effect is seen in um, their behavior, their actions. And we know this is true as well. I mean, if you've ever received a blessing, I know, um, you know, when, when I was able to travel, when we all were able to travel and go anywhere we wanted at any time without COVID restrictions, but um, in all of my different travels, I would just, I was so, so blessed. I received so many blessings from priests who did not speak English. And just because I didn't understand the words did not mean that that blessing did not have an effect or those words did not have an effect. And of course, I'm talking about priests here who, you know, they have the, um, they have, they have these special faculties uh, bestowed upon them by God. But still, I think the fact of what you're saying is that just because you don't understand the words does not mean that it's not going to take an effect on in, in your soul with these prayers being, being sung and chanted. I am so encouraged. I love this project that you both have, have put together and so thankful for it. We'll leave a link for everyone to go ahead and subscribe and check it out. This is this is so great. We happen to be, um, if you're listening to this as this podcast is coming out, then you know that we're in the season of Lent right now. So what a great time to add this to one of your Lenten pieces that you'll do is to maybe take out the other music in your life and put chant in. I guarantee if you give this a chance, it can tra- it can it can transform. It can really change certain aspects of your life. I know it has for myself. I know it has for the brothers as they have spoken about. All right, brothers, before we wrap up, I would love for you to give us a challenge for our listeners today. We'd love to just end the podcast with a challenge, just something that they can take away and maybe like do with 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 what they've heard today. What challenge could you give our listeners? Mm, perhaps. Uh, it's a bit ambitious, but it's a challenge. So then I, I, I'll go with that. 
they could uh, try to learn, and it is on the channel, on our channel, to learn the chant Media Vita. Oh yeah, that's which beautiful. is uh, the the I think the the most beautiful chant for Dominican chant for Lent. And Saint Thomas Aquinas was always crying when he was listening that uh, while while praying with the brothers. So that's it. Really takes us to the desert where the the Lord wants us to be during Lent. So to learn Media Vita, it's really short, easy, and beautiful. I am taking notes. I am so excited. I, I'm going to go and I'm sure I'm going to go and figure out how to spell that correctly so I can add it to the show notes. Don't you worry, my friends. We will have it all there for you. In fact, we'll include um, all of it in the show notes for you so you can have all of that available to you right there. Brothers, thank you so much for being with me and chatting with me about chant today and how it can elevate our soul and and and, and ideally increase our, our prayer and our connection and union with the Lord. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you for the invitation. It was a pleasure to speak to you. Thank it was you. so good to chat with both of you. I am so, I'm just so excited. Also, I don't know if you caught, caught this earlier, my friends, but let me just tell you, that both of these brothers here, they are young men. I just love this. I don't know why, but this is this is what gives me so much hope. 26 and 28 years old, these, these young men are right here. I am so thankful for your youth and answering God's call. And I don't know, I, you know, maybe you wish you would have answered it sooner or you would have heard the call sooner. I have no idea. Or maybe you're just happy where you're at. But I'm so thankful because... This is so much hope to me in the church to see young men who are taking these beautiful traditions of our faith and putting them out there for all of us to understand and, and to know a little bit better and to be exposed to because it's not... Um, I know here in the States, it, it's not as frequent as maybe it is over in Europe. And so I am so thankful that you just, God willing, have a long life ahead of you and you have so much to do to encourage us in our own walk in the faith through chant. And I'm just so thankful for your vocations and we'll definitely be praying for both of you. So thank you so much for just being you and answering God's call and bringing chant to us in this in ex extremely amazing uh, way through the service of YouTube of all places thank you to you and uh, uh really we are going to pray for you and for uh, your children and uh, the next <laughs> one coming yeah <laughs> please do please do god knows that i need all the prayers i'll take every single one of them um <laughs> Before we wrap up, I do want to give a quick shout out to my Patreon members. God bless you. God love you. Thank you for supporting this amazing podcast. I love this podcast and I'm so thankful that you have supported it for so long and you continue to do that. That allows it to keep going. So a couple new Patreon members. Let me give a shout out to Anita and then a shout out to Brittany from Arizona. Sorry, Anita. We weren't sure where you were from, but Anita, wherever you are, thank you for being a Patreon member. And then again, Brittany from Arizona. You girls are awesome. Thank you so much. Don't forget to please rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to it. Um, and remember those deep Dominican traditions of contemplation and preaching, those can be accessed as well for us through that beautiful power of chant. I am so thankful that you've been with us during this conversation. I'm praying that you have a beautiful and holy Lent. And remember, whatever you do, whatever goes on today, do something beautiful for God. God love you. God bless. And we'll talk to you later.